Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're talking about visionaries. Today's visionary is known as India's first woman photojournalist. Her images captured a politically charged era in India's history, on its journey toward independence. Please welcome Homai Viravala. Homai Viravala was born on December 9, 1913, in Gujarat, India, to a conservative Parsi family. She spent her childhood moving from place to place to be with her father's traveling theater company. Eventually, the family settled in Mumbai, formerly known as Bombay. After high school, Homai attended the Sir J.J. School of Art. She met Maniksha Viravala, a teacher and freelance photographer who became her mentor, and later, her husband. They pursued photography alongside one another. The couple was mostly self-taught through photography journals and old Kodak pamphlets. Homai was drawn to candid photography. Wrapped in her sari and adorned with heavy equipment bags, Homai traveled throughout the streets of Mumbai to actively engage with the environment and people she was photographing. It was difficult for Homai to break into a male-dominated field. She was well aware of her position as a woman in Indian society, but was bold enough to pursue her passions. Still, there were limits. The majority of her photographs were either published under her husband's initials or under her pseudonym, Dalda 13, which was inspired by the license plate of her first car. The fact that Homai was out doing her job was unusual at the time. Most women were resigned to a life inside the home. While Homai traveled from assignment to assignment on her bike, most women weren't allowed to carry handbags or have pockets. Eventually, Homai's photos of everyday Mumbai life were published in the Illustrated Weekly of India and the Bombay Chronicle. She had an eye for capturing candid moments. Homai didn't believe in staged photographs. She once said, I have never asked anyone to pose for me. I don't like it because the moment the subjects know they're being photographed, a change comes over their countenance. This disdain for studio photography worked in her favor as candid, realistic photographs started to grow in popularity. Photography was starting to be seen as a means of information. Photojournalism was on the rise. And Homai captured everything from horse-driven tram cars to the processes of cotton ginning and brickmaking to city festivals. Her photographs successfully documented a small slice of space and time in Mumbai. In 1942, Homai and Maniksha moved to Delhi to work as photographers for the British Information Service. Their photos were featured in the Illustrated Weekly of India in an effort to show Britain's attempts at progress in India, and also to encourage Indians to help in World War II. In turn, Homai was a contributor to Britain's efforts to create and disseminate information and political propaganda. This was somewhat controversial for Homai. The Parsi community that she came from was ambivalent towards politics. And as a young girl, Homai was taught that Parsi girls were not allowed to participate in politics. As her photographs gained traction, Homai gained popularity and proximity to great leaders and political figures. She was particularly close with Juvarhalal Nehru, the first prime minister of India. He was her favorite subject. Homai's pictures of him addressing a cheerful crowd in Delhi portray a triumphant, romantic era of India's history. 
Her most celebrated photos are those of state leaders and dignitaries. Homai photographed Mahatma Gandhi's funeral procession, the Dalai Lama entering India for the first time, and many state visits by Queen Elizabeth II and Presidents Dwight D. Eisenhower and John F. Kennedy. Her photos of world leaders captured a pivotal time in Indian history, while also skillfully catching the lighter, more intimate moments of her subjects. Homai's four-decade-long career came to an abrupt end when her husband died in 1969. She retired from the profession in 1970. Homai attributed her retirement to a change in the field. She said the new photographers were only interested in making a few quick bucks, and she didn't want to be part of that crowd. In 2011, Homai received India's second-highest civilian honor, the Padma Vibhushan. Homai Viravala died on January 15, 2012, at the age of 98. All month, we're highlighting artistic visionaries. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. And special thanks to Alessandra Tejeda, who curated this month's theme. Talk to you tomorrow!